0: This is Garrison Hardy with your cross-politic daily news brief for Tuesday, October tenth, twenty twenty-three. Gravity Jack is a full service digital agency specializing in the development of virtual and augmented reality experiences, mobile apps, blockchain, and Web3 projects. Founded in 2009 as the first American agency to offer augmented reality, they even patented it. Gravity Jack's digital experiences have been a source of innovation for small business, Fortune 500 companies, and the U.S. military. Get your vision in motion at gravityjack.com. That's gravityjack.com. Now we get to the news happening in Israel. Israel mobilizes 100,000 troops for Gaza incursion. It might be the worst intelligence failure since the 1973 Yom Kippur War, a conflict that almost destroyed Israel after a surprise attack from Syria and Egypt. Israel was on the brink as Syrian forces reclaimed the Golan Heights, and it was by sheer luck that this invading force didn't move further to capture the key bridges along the Jordan River. Israel's heartland would have been wide open. The game could have been over, so Israel continues to respond forcefully against incursion by terrorists and its Arab neighbors since it's a nation with no strategic depth. How Jerusalem was caught sleeping amid the latest assault by Hamas on October seventh must be investigated since Shin Bet and Mossad are some of the most capable agencies in the world. This attack occurred on the 50th anniversary of Yom Kippur War, and like the last war, the assault began during a Jewish holiday. Hamas launched thousands of rockets as cover for a land, sea, and air assault that could only have been made possible with outside help, considering its sophisticated nature. Iran has admitted that they helped plan the assault. The death toll has been risen to 700 with reports of kidnappings, rapes, and murder of Israeli citizens caught in the fighting. Hamas operatives paraglided into southern Israel with other terrorists attacking over two dozen areas along the Gaza border. Some Americans were also kidnapped and murdered by these terrorists. The footprint from Hamas was around 1,000 terrorists who stormed the infiltrated Israeli territory. Border police and other forces are still fighting to restore order to the security situation in the area, but tanks and troops are being mobilized for a ground assault. Around 100,000 Israeli troops are ready to go into Gaza, with more reservists expected to be called up as Israel expects this to erupt into a multi-front war. Hezbollah, has already launched rocket and mortar attacks into northern Israel, and that was according to the Associated Press. More than 24 hours after Hamas launched its unprecedented incursion out of Gaza, Israeli forces are still battling with militants' up in several locations Monday morning. At least 700 people have reportedly been killed in Israel, a staggering toll on a scale the country has not experienced in decades, and more than 400 have been killed in Gaza. Israel said it brought in special forces to try and wrest control of sites. Four- from Hamas fighters, including two points that militants entered earlier in their attacks. Meanwhile, Hamas and smaller Islamic jihad groups claimed to have taken captive more than 130 people from inside Israel and brought them into Gaza, saying they would be traded for the release of thousands of Palestinians imprisoned by Israel. The announcement though unconfirmed was the first sign of the scope of abductions. The captives are known to include soldiers and civilians, including women, children, and older adults, mostly Israelis, but also some people of other nationalities. The Israeli military said only that the number of captives is significant. As many as 1,000 Hamas fighters were involved in Saturday morning's assaults, this according to the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. Speaking on ABC's This Week, the high figure underscored the extent of planning by the militant group ruling Gaza, which has said it launched the attack in response to mounting Palestinian suffering under Israel's occupation and blockade of Gaza. In northern Israel, a brief exchange of strikes with Lebanon's Hezbollah militant group fanned fears that the fighting could expand into a wider regional war. Hezbollah fired rockets and shells Sunday at Israeli positions in a disputed area along the border, and Israel fired back using armed drones. The Israeli military said the situation was calm after the exchange. Israelis were still reeling from the breadth for And surprise of the Hamas assault. The group's fighters broke through Israel's security fence surrounding the Gaza Strip early Saturday using motorcycles and pickup trucks, even paragliders and speedboats on the coast. They moved into nearby Israeli communities. As many as twenty two locations. And also, Hamas threatens to start executing hostages if Gaza strikes continue. Hamas on Monday threatened to execute Israeli hostages being held in Gaza if Israel continues to conduct airstrikes without warning. Quote, any targeting of innocent civilians without warning will be met regretfully by executing one of the captives in our custody, and we will be forced to broadcast this execution. That was a spokesperson for Hamas Qassam Brigades in a statement to Al Jazeera. Hamas has claimed to be holding more than 100 Israelis prisoner in the Gaza Strip according to the Qatar-based network. The warning from Hamas came as Israeli defense forces intensified a bombardment of Gaza as dusk fell on Monday. Images shown live on CNN showed heavy rocket fire lighting up the sky above Gaza, a Palestinian enclave about the size of Omaha, Nebraska that's home to some two million people and considered one of the most densely populated places in the world there are reports that american citizens are among those being held captive in gaza that was the state department which said it was looking into those reports now we move to the home front christian baker faces a new lawsuit this time over gender transition cake after Supreme Court. The Colorado Supreme Court agreed to hear the case against Christian cake baker Jack Phillips, which he says is the light at the end of the tunnel after more than 11 years in court. Phillips, owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado, declined to create a custom cake for a same-sex wedding in a move that sparked a 2012 lawsuit that ultimately landed him at the U.S. Supreme Court. In 2018, the nine justices ruled that the state of Colorado was hostile to Phillips' religious beliefs and that the government can't force anyone to create custom works of art to communicate a message. But in 2018, Phillips faced a second lawsuit, this time from a transgender lawyer who requested a cake celebrating a gender transition. When Phillips declined, he was back in court on grounds that he discriminated against the lawyer. The Colorado Supreme Court just agreed to hear this case. Quote, I hope it is the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm pretty excited about it. That was Phillips, who told Fox News Digital this in an interview. The state court turned us down in our first case, but I think they realize now that I serve everybody. This case is not who I serve, but it's always that what I'm going to create, not the who that's asking for it. And I hope they get that right this time, said Phillips. Jake Warner, attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom, or ADF, defending Phillips, said that the lawsuit from the beginning was clearly a setup with the intent of targeting Phillips and his beliefs. In 2018, Autumn Scardina, who identifies as transgender, asked Phillips to make a cake celebrating a gender transition, pink on the inside, blue on the outside. When Phillips declined, Scardina asked for a cake depicting Satan smoking a marijuana joint, which Phillips also declined. During the trial phase, Scardina promised Phillips that were this suit dismissed, Scardina would call Phillips the next day to request another cake and start another lawsuit. That was according to legal documents. Despite being in court for more than a decade, numerous threatening emails and death threats. Phillips says that this case has helped to strengthen his faith. Quote, we just celebrated our 30th anniversary of being in business Labor Day weekend and so for 30 years we've served everybody who's come into our shop, he said. But this whole legal battle has helped strengthen my faith in Jesus Christ and strengthen our family brought us all closer together. It's brought together a lot of people who have helped support us in so many ways, end quote. Phillips mentioned that a gay man testified on his behalf in court because he understood that I serve everybody, gladly served him, but he knows that I couldn't create every cake that people would ask me for. It's been an encouraging time to see people stand beside us like that, he said. When it comes to the latest challenge, Phillips said Scardina is not the enemy and that he has nothing to forgive. This person isn't fighting a Against me, this case is against the state and my right to express my religious freedom and to do so without fear of punishment in the marketplace, said Phillips. Oral arguments for the next case have yet to be set, but likely will be scheduled for the springtime of next year. ADF will argue that because of the Supreme Court's ruling in Phillips' previous case and the latest ruling in 303 Creative versus Elenus involving a website designer which determined that the government can't compel an artist to speak a message, with which they disagree, that law is on Phillips' side. What's critical now after 303 is the fact that this cake actually does communicate a message. The trial court found that this cake symbolizes the transition from male to female and went into great detail about the symbolism of the cake. The court found that the blue represents male and pink represents female and that this cake communicates a message given the context of how cake artists are often asked to create custom cakes that was according to warner in light of 303 creative the colorado supreme court should reverse the decision below and affirm jack's right to speak consistently with his beliefs he shouldn't be punished for declining to create a custom cake promoting a message that goes against his beliefs And finally, U.S. gives more than $4.1 billion in grants for LGBT and transgender initiatives worldwide. During the past three fiscal years, $4.1 billion in federal money from taxpayers has been following to LGBT initiatives in the United States and around the world, this according to the Epic Times. From October 1st, 2020 through September 30th, 2023, the U.S. government issued more than 1,100 grants to fund LGBT-promoting projects around the world, this according to the Epic Times in a review of federal spending websites. The scope of projects varies widely. Plans to create a safe space for LGBTQ youth and adults to seek support and resources earned a $1.8 million grant from the U.S. government in 2022 for the LGBT Life Center in Norfolk, Virginia. A proposal for encouraging diversity, equity, and inclusion in Serbia's workplaces and business communities by promoting economic empowerment of and opportunity for LGBTQI plus people in Serbia was also a winning plan. To fund it, the U.S. government awarded a Serbian activist group a grant of $500,000. In Armenia, an activist group, the Pink Human Rights Defender, received $1 million from the United States to empower the LGBTI community in Armenia, a tiny country next to Turkey. The federal spending website can be filtered to show entries that include specific keywords. A list of payouts filtered by using the keyword LGBT included 1,181 grants, 31 loans, and 9 direct payments during the last three fiscal years. Overall, during the past fiscal year that ended September 30th, the government issued 454,821 grants. Government grants provide free money for specific purposes. Federal loans can be repaid over long periods of time at low interest rates. Direct payments from the government give money to groups that may be unrestricted for a specific use. Of grants connected to the word LGBT, individual payouts of at least $1 million totaled in $3.7 billion combined. Many additional smaller grants were also awarded to LGBT initiatives but were not reviewed. When the list was filtered for grants including the word transgender, 574 were listed. In that category, grants that paid out at least $1 million totaled nearly $478 million. Seven direct payments and nine loans with the keyword transgender were also issued by the U.S. government. Yet money flows to these projects. The U.S. Department of Education, the DOE, gave $1.2 million to LGBTQIA+, what a mouthful, pride centers, in the San Diego Community College District. Another DOE grant of almost $1.6 million was awarded for North Dakota's Indigenous LGBTQIA+. G- you know the rules, rural and undeserved school-based mental health needs. A DOE grant gave $1.4 million to Boston College to study mechanisms of health promotion in diverse youth through gay-straight alliances. In plain speak, the grant funded the promotion of gay-straight alliance clubs in Massachusetts, middle, and high schools. The federal government thumbs their nose at the American people and continues to push this ideology into our schools. They're doing it all over the world. And that is your news for today. This has been your Cross Politic Daily News Brief. Just so you're all aware, this will be the only news brief for the next week or so, as I'll be out of town at the Fight Laugh Feast Conference at the Ark Encounter, in case you haven't heard, as well as visiting my brother in North Carolina after that. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. If you want to sign up for a pub membership, a magazine subscription, head on over to fightlaughfeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, you want to ask about the conference, which, by the way, is the this week, or if you want to become a corporate partner of Cross Politic, email me at Garrison at fightlafffeast.com. For cross politic news, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great week this week, and Lord bless.